is basically a movement and it's it's often referred to as a subculture a subculture where people leave or give up the working for the man basically and go out and live in vans and it's a very specific genre in that like usually it starts out with a fitting out of the van and it gathers momentum as people leave and set off on their big adventure Um, Foster Huntington coined the hashtag van life and he's the person most referred to when exploring the van life phenomenon. In 2011, he famously quit his corporate job at Ralph Lauren in New York and then he set out on this big adventure and he started the hashtag van life and from that he's steadily grown a following. He has over a million Instagram followers at the moment. Then van life as a movement now with thousands of different channels I know we watch them in our house and quite a lot of them have huge numbers of views. Often each video we watch has at least 10,000 views by the time it's been around a month or two. And a lot of these videos have substantial followings on Patreon as well. Then people are definitely making a, a living out of it. Then Foster Huntington has, he does, he's not into van life anymore. He's moved into a beautifully fitted out tree house on the West Coast. He has a pretty nice lifestyle and he goes and visits other van lifes, van lifers. And that's a bit of thing about this community. They sort of visit one another. They don't really have their own home. Then they make a community on social media. And social media is such a huge part of what they do. It's the social media is the thing that draws them together. It's kind of grown out of the subculture movement. And I remember I did this assignment on the VW and the V specifically the VW ads of the 1950s. And the ads were called uh, the Think Small campaign. And they were considered the Mona Lisa of advertising. And it was kind of the rebel without a cause, James Dean, the start of youth culture and kind of like the brand, the start of the sort of brand, real serious starter branding of celebrities. And the VW ads were a big part of this. It is said that these VW ads launch what is called the creative generation. Um, we all know the series, well, you might have caught the series Mad Men, and that basically captures the spirit. Because before these ads in the 1950s, car commercials were basically in a very traditional conservative tradition of you know like a couple of basically like cars were promoted for their as a symbol of status there was this you know and then here was this ad poking fun at the big car ideal cars were at the time promoted as bigger faster the more stylish we were the more sort of status that was implied and then the think small campaign for the vw kind of totally inverted this whole way of thinking and it really started this counterculture movement where teenagers would go and, you know, rip these posters out of the out of um, magazine they were printed in. I think it was Life magazine. And they would whack them up in their college dorms, and people were talking around, talking about this ad everywhere. You know, at the the water cooler everywhere. It became this huge thing, and status sort of changed at the same time. It's kind of when hipsters came of age because obviously the 
like the VWs. The VW became a symbol of the hippie movement and the baby boomers all getting out there and, you know, flower power and all that sort of stuff. And it was a countercultural movement. But I can see how it's it has the trace of this has led into the um, to the van life movement. I want to explore these ideas in my podcast that's coming up shortly. And the whole point of the whole point these ads were a success is because they're all about authenticity and, um, you know, even down to the crafted writing that he used, you know, the advertiser, he, he got in there with a knife and he chopped all the serifs off the text font and did everything to make it look authentic and real and have a real conversation, a two-way conversation. It wasn't simply blasting advertising anymore. It was having real conversations and it changed the whole landscape of advertising instead of advertising firms getting run by accountants now they would get run by creative people instead and all these diverse range of people suddenly started working in advertising whereas before it was only white older men now all sorts of people were working in advertising and it was this ad and this counterculture that started this it was all about authenticity and Status has changed as well. Status has become this thing about how authentic things are. I want to explore that idea further. You know, the Think Small campaign was this tiny little bug of a photograph and it said, Think Small. And this came out in an era like when everyone or the government, everyone was encouraging people to get over the wall, consume, 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 spend, spend, spend. Like van lifers, uh, it was countercultural. It was, it was subversive. It was like, you know, you don't have to do that. There's other ways to live your life. You know, get your kicks on Route 66. We all know what happened in the 1960s. The hippies and all that sort of stuff, Woodstock. And van life channels are, are, have such a lot in common. It's kind of like it's a throwback to the baby boomers dream. But also at the same time, it's kind of a little bit the, the gender dynamics of that time have sort of remained. There's these van life videos, they're mostly white people. There's always the, the sexy shot of the, and this is one of the tools that they use to attract people. But it's also the road story at the same time. It's it's the road trip. It's the freedom. It's the exploration. It's, um, yeah, it's getting out there on the road and, and enjoying life and not having to work for the man to give up on the, giving up on the, own, the whole idea of owning the big house because it's become out of reach anyway. And this is, this is why I think it's kind of a subversive thing. It's it's sort of a critique on this expense of owning your own house and how it's become almost totally impossible for a lot of people. You know, it breaks with all these traditional mores of society that we have about how we should work, how we should live, how, how we should raise a family, and it sort of inverts them all. And one last idea I want to explore in these podcasts, authenticity has become the new form of status-seeking and one author who really explores these ideas is Andrew Potter. And he actually he actually states that there isn't any such thing as subcultures anymore. We've all become part of the hip stream. And what he means by that is capitalism and technology, it, it all has to sort of reinvent itself. And it loves, we all think that capitalism loves to stay the same, but really what it loves is change. And it loves these sub subcultures and it needs this pump that, the subcultures provide to reinvent them to reinvent itself and authenticity plays a big part and he he claims that 
whole of authenticity is a big hoax. Then I, I think I've actually raved on enough for now then. I have enough material to sort of upload this and see how it comes across. And um, yeah, I'll put it up and I'll get to work on making the podcast for real. And stay tuned to this channel if you really want to hear it. I thought I'd put something out a little bit early because I know a lot of the people that I deal with on social media are having a very busy time coming up. And I thought I'd sort of signal that this podcast is coming out in case they want to, do want to catch up with it later. Then, um, and then if you're interested in bus life and van life and this whole phenomenon of how you can earn money online with a Patreon account, then stick to this channel, stay tuned to these podcasts, and we'll keep on publishing stuff. Like us or follow us, and that's the best way to make sure that you can actually find the next podcast that I put out. I'll put out a whole series of these and enjoy it.